All right. If everything's working, it is now recording. Yes. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 4, Episode 26, The Village of Farmton. And everyone of a certain age just in their headset mm -hmm. is under attack. Just because. No reason. Don't know why. Uh, this episode is brought to you by 30 minutes of me saying, hey, I'm doing something right to this computer. Followed by two hours of sheer terror. Oh no. Oh no. It's probably fine. If I hey, don't. Fact. Hmm? I was just going to say, fun fact that, narr that narrator was voiced by SpongeBob SquarePants. They must have had a waterproof microphone. Mm -hmm. I always wondered every time there was a SpongeBob SquarePants uh, thing. I never watched the show, but enough of it gets online that I feel like I still have. But something would come on. The internet from the show that involved an open flame and i would just stare at it mm -hmm. like he gave the squirrel a spacesuit but okay i should probably not think analytically about cartoons for children with that said this is an all cobalt campaign every character in this is a cobalt except for mari mari has been designated an ambassador by some of the cobalts who are definitely cobalts what happened last time? Our tail Story feathers fell the back off. Of the ship. We fought a breath weapon, and the ship lost. We won, but the ship lost. In fairness, the breath weapon also lost. A, yes. a crit fail against a word of command when they're told to grovel. Considering they're made of ice, they turn to icy gravel, but also so did Shat the back end of the ship. It's this okay. Sadly, has has not actually made Sori less likely to use that spell. Just just FYI. Well, no, and I'm sure you got active encouragement from Bapaki, who had the time of her life. <laughs> Mari, however, appears to have a bit of gray in her hair now. It wasn't there before. You're pretty sure it wasn't there before. Maybe she dyed her hair, and it, it's starting to to wash out. But it's just ice. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change your character icon slowly over time. <laughs> I did that once on social media. I had a monster avatar and I just moved it a little bit closer every day and posted the same message of horror is seeing something approach. And I did that every day for like a month. And like one person commented on, you know... I'm pretty sure the month was October. It might have been October. I think Ellie was the one who noticed, but I could be wrong. Um, I am almost certain it is Ellie who noticed. <laughs> almost certainly true. Uh, so you had a water landing. Everyone hid inside the front cabin. I refuse to use nautical language because I will probably get it wrong, even if I am told three seconds earlier what it is. Works. Yep. And... The ship survived for a certain value of the word survived. A percentage of the ship survived, even missing the do back we still end. Have, do we still have the landing gear? Uh, you still have the landing gear. It is currently underwater. It is currently That's ballast, as a significant amount of fresh water from the lake. It's also considered ballast at this point. You, are, you have taken on water, but you are still buoyant. Put it that way. Uh -huh. And Bapaki made a suggestion to have the boat go in a certain direction, so it did, and it has docked at a small village that appears to be by a lake, 
but there is a lot of farmland around the and it is still daytime, as you can tell by the a wonderful sunlight. Thing for the dark vision deficient. <laughs> uh, taking stock, some of you I think have taken damage. Smallest Kep, I believe, is still in a pocket dimension. Lefty is currently disassembled. Possibly all over the lake. I'm going to be kind and say no on the descent down. All the bones rolled forward and into that part in the middle of the ship that's a little bit lower down than the other two parts. So they, there was some rattling and some rolling, but we can rebuild Lefty. We have the technology. And by that, I mean Longkep has a spell. Yes. And also now, some copper However, Longkep is going to put the bones in their bone backpack. They're kind of big bones. Thank you for not calling Lefty fat. <laughs> I mean... No, it's a skeleton. It doesn't have any fat. Right. It can that only is, be big if bones. It, if it had fat, it would be a zombie. Right. So... And if you are going to raise a zombie, it has to be an actual whole corpse. Or mostly whole and humanoid corpse. That's so, just so unfair. You ought to be able to raise giant dragon zombies if you can put enough energy into it. Is this an in-character conversation? Possibly. <laughs> Mari is a gaff, if true. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Mari has some conflicting emotions because you just almost got killed by the largest dragon ever. Mm -hmm. But also, talking about turning one of those things into a zombie. You took the really bad thing and made it worse. I mean, I feel like like that's entirely the sort of thing that Sori would say, not precisely um, seriously, but but her sense of humor is extremely warped by the fact that Longkep is is one of her best friends. Um. And Longkep, unfortunately, has no sense of tact. Mari is very Kep, much aware of this. Yeah, unless Longkep has been informed that there is something that that they should be tactful about. Well, righty is still mostly in one piece. Uh, lefty is now, I'm going to say lefty is organized into a bone backpack. But I will say that draconic bones, that if you have enough of them to assemble into a medium-sized undead creature, which is how we counted it, there, there's a lot of tops sticking out of the backpack. Mm -hmm. Imagine, if you will, a cartographer with a backpack full of maps where they can't actually close the backpack because all of the scrolls are coming out of the top. That but bones. Mm -hmm. Figured. If, if you didn't know Longkep, this would probably be the most macabre thing you've ever seen. Sorry's seen much worse. You've adventured through much worse. Sorry has seen Longkep's quarters back at, at the Kobold uh, clan that they came from. There was probably a discussion about whether she wanted her tail to have bones in it or not. Yes. It does it allow for more option. articulation. It would, but also she has a feeling that if she agreed that there should be bones in it, Longkep would probably put entire small skeletons in there for like later parts and want to raid it for parts later and and Longkep can just put that in their own pockets. Look, 
Do you or do you not use your tail as storage? I would not use your tail as skeleton storage. That's what you say now. Except for its own skeleton, which may or may not move of its own volition afterwards, but that just makes it more lifelike. (laughs) When Longcap can make the skeleton tail... Bones have articulation that move naturally. Sori will reconsider the option. Till then, it is simply a plush tail, and she hugs it when she sleeps at night. Aw, that's adorable. (laughs) I do think that I could do that. Probably not right now. If there isn't a spell for it, the DM would definitely allow it to be. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it needs to be one... It needs to be one that doesn't have to be recast every day to keep the the tail from trying to smack me in the face. I would count it more as a magical item than a creature. And the rules for magical item creation are amazingly lenient. Ah. They exist, but a lot of the specifics are left up to the deal. Sorry, we'll consider it when Longkep demonstrates that Longkep can do this thing without... um some of the interesting failures that I'm sure Longkep has managed back in their backstory. Look, I felt that using a snake skeleton sans head was a good idea. It is the correct shape. It kept trying to bite my butt. But it did not have a head, so it could not do that. Nevertheless, it was pokey. (laughs) Anyway, after the conversation leads to a headless snake skeleton inserted into a plush fake cobalt tail attempting to bite Sori in the butt. Mari makes what? a comp. Yes. Yes. Uh, Unfortunately. This is what you get up to when I'm not around. That. It hasn't happened yet. This was what happened before. This is backstory. I, um, I love that this is the sentence that you said. It hasn't happened yet. This is what happened before. Right. We were talking earlier about how I was going to change the previous episode to episode 26 so this one could stay episode 25. It's all coming around again. Like it did before, but hasn't yet. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, after that commentary, Mari says, what if you just added more padding? Wait, why am I giving suggestions? Because you have grown used to us. Sorry, Pat's Mari's hand. I don't know how to feel about that. I know. Also, I believe that it was sufficiently padded. It was simply overly exuberant. I would like friendlier tail, please. Anyway, not right now, obviously. I mean, unless we see some really good bones, I suppose. (laughs) Because if it tries to hit me while I'm sleeping, then, then... That would keep me awake. Speaking of structural integrity, anyone here know how to fix a ship? Lots of duct Long tape. looks at Bupaki. Bupaki, sorry. Boo, Bupaki, no. <laughs> hey, so Bupaki is Bupaki's pet cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Occasionally clearly. falls off the mast. Either yes. that or, or Bupaki would be Bupaki's adopted tabaxi child or something. Oh, I would love for that to be canon and to have conversations about Pipaki telling her child, sorry, you're too little. I'm twice your height! <laughs> anyway, everyone's looking at Pipaki when the question is asked, who knows how to fix a ship? 
I figured we might find a woodworker in town. Processing. Well. I do have plans available. Have have plans? If they have docks, then they must have people who know how to fix ships. Processing. A skilled woodworker would be able to greatly increase the speed at which repairs could be done. Since I don't think it's going to be like wiring bones back together. We should find a woodworker. Maury bites off we have praising her tender. deity. <laughs> Do we have what? Legal tender. I can heal people who need healing, and, and that's usually something that that can be traded, right? Probably. Meanwhile, Atashis would make it a sandcastle. <laughs> so Utashi's already gotten off the boat and is yeah. on the beach making a sandcastle. Yep. That's what she's doing. Give me a stealth <laughs> check at disadvantage. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. How do I do that? Stealth check? Uh, yeah, Put so stealth. on your character sheet. Yeah. It- oh, character sheet. There we go. Okay, got it. Yeah, second from All the right. bottom. Stealth check. With and when you click on it, when you click on it, you'll see the three different buttons. Pick the one that says disadvantage. Because I don't think you're trying to be sneaky. Nope. It's a 15 okay. and a 3. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> well, the good news cool. is, footballs are naturally stealthy. So, you have a 6. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to keep that in mind. Thank you. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> just in case one of the villagers misses the ship with the back cut off, but sees the kobold making sandcastles. There's a guy in a suit speaking about how the boat was taken outside of the environment. We should probably... We should probably come into the location in such a way that we can keep more water from coming in the back of our Shrike ship. Processing. The landing gear is currently keeping us from sinking... Thank you. Maybe at some point we can back up to things and use the landing gear to tip everything so that the water falls out naturally. Once we have... Processing. This plan would be well advised after a repair crew has been employed. That's what I was figuring. Okay. I guess we'll need to make sure that there's a hatch in the stern of the ship, if that's the back part. I think the stern is the back part as opposed to the front part looking very stern. No, never mind. We should have a hatch in the back so that all the water can come out, and and at some point we can, like, I don't know, if we're flying and stuff and we need to get rid of things, we can toss them out the back. I don't know if I want to be happy that you want this ship to be. Well, I fear that Sori is probably thinking something slightly more like Cloaca, but, well... The cobalt version of Martin McFly is saying, Are you telling me you built a spelljammer ship out of a station wagon? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. When this well, baby hits a movement of 88 feet per turn. <laughs> you're going to see some serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some great guano? Sorry. That would not be advised. Is that how you cast great fireballs? Makes sense to me. Papaki has a different method. Involves gunpowder? Some. Probably going to start wandering down to the beach. Okay. Yeah, Papaki is headed 
actually into town mm. at this point. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna ask for one more roll from Utashi. <laughs> just, okay. just give me a dexterity roll. Dexterity roll. Okay. Yeah, just click on where it says dexterity, and just click there ability check. Okay. Normal. Yep. Advantage normal. Okay. Got a six. Okay, that was rolling for sandcastle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bipaki has made a sandcastle. It is as good as you, Utashi. Sorry, you're right. Thank you. Uh-huh. I was thinking, oh, yeah. Bapaki is also going down to the brain. Right, right, right. It, right, it has yeah. been a long time increment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So a bunch of kobolds and a reluctant Mari start heading down to the beach. Righty starts coming down the gangplank. Perhaps you should stay on the ship. Righty sort of like sinks down a little bit, but the thumb and pinky don't sink down while the other three fingers do. And you now know what an animated skeletal hand looks like when it's sulking off. <laughs> Someone has to guard the ship. It's a very important job. Processing. I am capable of guarding myself. Shh. <laughs> it's still an important job so that, that Bridie doesn't feel bad. <laughs> also, it- If something dangerous attacks the ship, having multiple defenders will assist. Mari mutters something about somebody needs on the or whatever it is. Uh Mari would probably not necessarily know the difference. Mari is a combat person, which you wouldn't know from how Mari breath weapon. Mind about that. Right. right. (laughs) I hope it was cathartic. It was very cathartic. The water landing was not. No. Okay, Mari says. Does any of you have any cash on you? Nope. Thing that uh, would be recognized as legal coin here, I suspect. Actually, I'm not sure how much money I have. I would have taken some from the ship. It's true. You've been you've been making money. You you have been acquiring money. Um, Ellie, do me a favor. Roll two d hundred. I will try. Okay, add a zero to that. That's I how much gold you have. That's a 1D100. That was 1D100. Okay, we'll do that again. Dang it. Okay, add those. Add a zero. Okay. Bipaki is loaded. Bipaki possesses legal tender. Illegally, probably, but never mind that. Legitimately acquired. <laughs> we are not going to discuss the law of the high seas. Because this planet doesn't really have any. It's got some very narrow oceans. And they're lower. (laughs) They're not high. They're low. They're sea level. I think all the oceans are sea level, technically. That's that's how that works. Fun fact, no one on this planet, other than people who've imported recently, understand the saying high seas anyway. (laughs) Because of something like this. They don't get to have the uh, experience of waves that go up over ships. It depends on the storm. And the ship, probably. And the ship. In any case, you are now in town. There are some people walking around. There is one person who waves another person as they're walking past. Hello, neighbor. Says, hello, neighbor. Separate way. No one is looking at you. Hi, neighbor. The person that you yell that to walks two steps and then slows down and then 
slowly turns their upper body in your direction with the legs following. It's it's not an owl movement, but <laughs> they they don't like shuffle their feet around to turn. Let's put it that way. But they turn to look at you and they wait a little bit and then they sort of wave and say, Hello, traveler. Hi there. Hello. Sorry, waves. They wave. We're looking for a woodworker. Can you direct us? I am not a woodworker. I am a neighbor. That is an occupation. We do not have an occupation. We have farmers. We have a shopkeep. We have a blacksmith. Here's the wooden things. Oh, you're a town from a role-playing game. They just stare at you. And say, times are tough. (laughs) They turn and walk away. I think that this town is broken. Yeah, this is, uh, this is weird. Creepy. I mean, you're talking lizards. Yeah, and they're not noticing. He was only a slightly better conversationalist than a zombie. When have you been talking to zombies, Long Kip? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> isn't isn't that their job? Talking like I mean that's the impression I've gotten. To talk to zombies? Yeah. And and skeletons? Didn't didn't Long Kip just talk to a skeleton? Like two minutes ago, were you not there? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember when Long Kip might have talked to a zombie. Oh, well, I'm alright, fine. I'm going to go see what else is in the town. Okay. The problem with making these voices for these characters is that they're really tiring for my throat. Uh Feel my pain. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why every kobold sounds like me. It's because when the DM's voice gives out, nobody notices. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know which kobold I am, do you? We all sound alike. Sounds a bit like a... You're just saying that because that was the last kobold I played. Yes. Turns out that was Mox. Ha! Fooled you. (laughs) Anyway, Papaki is wandering off to find out what else is in this town. Okay, so you come up to a building that says store. We're gonna need supplies. Well, not really. We can cast spells for that, but we're gonna need supplies to fix the boat. Maybe they have wood and nails and stuff. Let's not put the metaphorical cart before the metaphorical horse. Let's let's find someone who can actually do the fixing before we buy the stuff to fix the boat. We're probably going to need to find somebody who's slightly more conversational. Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm looking around. Yeah. I guess we should find we should find out what's in the store. Or we could look at one of the other buildings. I'm Bipaki isn't going in a building until she has seen all the buildings in town. Okay. Okay. So you walk around and you find that, yes, there is a store, as said before. There is a blacksmith, as you were told by the very conversational. Mm -hmm. There is a tavern. These are all named for exactly what they are. The tavern is tavern. Store is store. The blacksmith is blacksmith. This does sound a lot like one of those games that hatchlings play. <laughs> there is a cart, right? They, they, a ship is just like a really big cart, right? 
The Cartwright is not named Cartwright. It is named Cart Fixing. Even more like a hatchling game. Oh no, are we stuck in a demo? Just don't try to go off the edge of the map. (laughs) So these people are being influenced by some kind of magic. Someone must be conducting the influence. Look for all the hatchlings. I know some of you have those fancy spell things. Do any of you know the one that lets you see magic? That lets you see magic? Let me check. Uh, Not today. Give me a day or however long it takes to pick to detect magic in here. I wonder if if the tavern has rooms for rent. It might. Um, So, you know the cart ride over there? Uh Uh-huh. The one who's hammering on the cart right now? Uh Uh-huh. Wait, who's hammering on the cart right? There's a cart right that's using a hammer to hit a cart over and over again. That usually breaks them unless they're pounding a nail in. Well, they're pounding a wooden peg in. Yay. Wooden pegs are cheaper than nails, so they are frequently used more often. Unless you absolutely positively need them. Yeah. Hi, Percy. Yeah, Percy's wondering what that was. Uh, Percy has congestion, sort of. Poor thing. You know how I can surface thoughts, and I that to you having a. Oh right! And then we gave you one. Sorry. I might still be having one anyway, because everyone heard. I just tried it on the right. Do they have any thoughts? Six cart cart. Grab a peg. Out of character, I can just see the little blue uh, bar that that's going up to completion, like above <laughs> their head, like a Sims character. <laughs> yep. So that would imply that they're leveling up. Mm-hmm. True. Hey, Cartwright. Sorry, Hello, cart traveler. Fixer. Hi. Let me tell you something. This sentence is a lie. They make a face for a moment and say. That does not make any sense. Are you here for a cart? No, that's that's all I wanted to tell you. Thanks for your time. Maury, as you say, thanks for your time, sort of like takes a half step in front of you and says, wait, 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 wait. Do you know how to fix a boat? And they, they stare for a moment. They, is that like a cart? It's made of wood. I don't know. I might. Where is the boat? In water? Oh, I will take a look for it. When I am done with this, they grab another wooden peg and start hammering. How done does the cart look? It looks like they are attaching uh, walls to the sides. There are some boards in a pile the side of the cart that look like they were once the same size and shape as the ones that are being attached. It's possible that this is a replacement do the ones on the ground look like they're busted or wintered, worn, maybe a little rotted? They're, they're not all damaged the exact. Job. It is a valid repair job. Okay. Well, I'm going to go see what's in the tavern. Okay. All right. As you go up towards the tavern, Ari whispers to you again and say, says, right, I feel a little better when, when you and I were asking questions. The Cartwright was definitely thinking of what to It's whatever compulsion they might be under, it does allow for interaction. 
it does allow for, but at the same time, well, that's good uh, to know. They were terrified hmm. of, of us, free- or in general, or of thinking of how we'd react to. Them. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. Are they under some kind of spell? I'm not the kind of person has the kind of spell that lets me figure that out. I can read surface. Actually, no, I, I tell a lie. I just looked at, at Mari's list of spells, and Mari does, in fact, have detect magic listed not once, but twice on here. Okay. <laughs> How does she get it twice? Because does she's an artificer and a cleric. Oh. Yep. Oh, hold on. Let me check. Oh, I click prepared. Always click prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The Boy Scout motto. Prepared? Mm-hmm. Does she have it prepared? That's the question. Um, I do not see it in the list. It prepared slash unprepared is weird in Foundry. Doesn't like light up to say, "Oh yeah, you've definitely clicked this," versus not clicking it. I mean, it does. I get around that by not having any spells. <laughs> yes, you do. It it puts a black Lights. line under it either way when I click on it, but it's only slightly lighter if it's not. I do. Uh-huh. I do have one spell, but its material component is a cannon. And it's called fire. As noted last time. And it's called fire. Well, that fire is a somatic component. No, it's the verbal component. The somatic component is taking a a small wick and applying it to the cannon. Yes. (laughs) You want to talk about whether or not the cannon is a ritual spell? (laughs) It takes 10 minutes to cast. Also, it's. Yeah. But that's be- that's only if the Pocky is the one in charge of picking up the cannonball and carrying it to the front of the cannon. Yeah. Fortunately, you have crew for that. Yeah, it's one of those rare spells where you have- can have an assistant. <laughs> Makes sense. This all tracks. Okay, so you've gone to the tavern. Yes. Okay. I don't know where that is on the map. Uh, it isn't the exact location on the map, so okay, I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, we'll just say you go into the tavern, and there is there there are a few people at tables. Uh, one of them, well, one of the tables has a man and a woman and three kids all sitting around the table. They all have a mug of some kind and a bowl of some kind in front of them. Uh, not all the mugs and bowls are the same make and model. Let's put it that way. And there is one person standing behind the bar. They are holding a glass and a cloth. They are not actively cleaning the glass with the cloth, as you see every bartender do in every scene that has a bartender ever in the history of mankind. They are just holding both of them. There's someone sitting at the badly tuned piano, but they're just holding their hands over the keys. <laughs> the piano is still playing. That kid. Um, Sorry, it's creeped out. Hello, bartender. Hello, traveler. Can I get you beverage? Do you have room? We have several tables. No, for sleep. Is it a tavern or just a tavern or is it an inn as well? Yeah, that's the question. The bartender stares at you for a couple seconds and then says, Would you like a room? Yes. Yes, I would. How many? Please and thank you. Uh, two. You can have two rooms. Yes. How much do they cost? Are you saying that out loud? Well, she's sort of si- of trying to, to whisper it out the corner of her mouth to Bipaki. Oh, Bipaki doesn't care. 
<laughs> yes, but but she wants Mipaki. Sorry, would like Mipaki to ask, so that's why she's going. Oh, how much do okay. they I rolled inside earlier, and I'll I'll keep using the twenty-three. Um, <laughs> the one time Mipaki gets to be insightful, she's going to roll with it. <laughs> how much are the rooms? One copper per person. Oh, okay. Do some math here. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. I gave you solid gold increments uh, and then charged you coppers. <laughs> yep. I am a horrible person. But in a town like this, charging you a gold per room would be incredibly expensive. Yeah. Like going to a farmer's market and every pie is $20. You mean they're not? Oh, it's been a while since. There's one right down the road <laughs> tomorrow. But never mind. <laughs> How much could a pie cost, really? $20? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, also, I'm used to going to a the harvest pocket. festival where on the last day they're just selling everything at an incredibly large discount, and that's when I buy all the bait. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I hope you didn't hear that. We did. I heard it. Sorry. Sorry. It, was, it was a very similar sound to the last time I hit my microphone with my headphones. I was swatting at a fly and missed. Oops. The fly gained they one XP. Uh, I am going to hand the bartender. Let me see if I've done the math right. Yes, I have. I'm going to hand the bartender a gold piece and say, we have five people and we would like 20 knights. That is 100 copper. I'm going to go with your insight roll. The, bar the bartender, I'm, I'm going to go with your insight roll of 23. The bartender is not happy about that. Ah. But they smile and take the gold and say... If you would like, we can pay for each night and you can give me change. Yes, I will get you change. And they grab the change that the DM can't be bothered to do the math on. Is there, hmm? is there any sense of relief? It's very slight. Okay. Don't want us here. Not for 20 nights. Yeah, no. Well, it all depends on how long it's going to take to... <sighs> I was just trying to save you from having to make change. If we can stay for one night, that would be fine. Change is no problem. Stay as many nights. All right. Thank you. I will Sorry. take the 95 copper. <laughs> <laughs> it is in a large... It, it, no, there's silver in there. Okay. It, I was going to say, it, it's a large chest. No, Electrum does not exist. Someone made a wish... And now there's no Electrum in the universe anymore. We don't this remember their name. happens when someone who is very passionate about currency gains the ability to cast the ninth level spells. Also why there's no pennies. <laughs> there used to be pennies in D&D, but none of you remember them anymore because of the wish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry is also going to do an insight just to look around and... Is the family acting normally? She's kind of expecting the kids to call them weird dogs now. Okay. They're not looking at you at all. They are lifting their drinks to their mouths or spoons to their mouths. It's somewhat mechanical, not a whole lot. The kids are a little more awkward with it than the adults. With a 21, you will notice a thing that you instinctively look over to Mari. Not to get Mari's reaction. Although you do get that. You look at Mari's tattoo, 
Every human on this planet huh? that you've met has two tattoos under their eye, unless they're a, kids only have one, and it's the culture they're raised. And when they get older, they go on a, a journey to all the different cultures, and they decide where they're going to settle down. And then the second tattoo is where they choose to make their home. Most people, both tattoos are the same color. But every now and then, there's people who are different. Sorry has a black tattoo and a red tattoo. So sorry. Mari. But Mari, thank you. Um, it's the last <laughs> syllable that's the same. But never mind about that. Mari, yep. Mari has a sorry. black and a red tattoo because Mori was raised a Xenolite and their color is black. And Mari decided that she was going to live in the city. So her second tattoo, red. The Do parents. Do have any tattoos? They all have tattoos. Kids only have one. Okay. Parents both have two. Each kid has a different color. And some of them don't have colors that match. Um, Either parent has oh, a matching set. Any individual. And, and now that you see that, the bartender has two different tattoos Ooh. also. Any single one of these people, if you just took them out of context and looked at them, you would say, yeah, that can track. But the tattoos here don't seem to have a cultural or this is where I'm choosing to live or... It's like if somebody sent a whole bunch of orphans to be raised and do the kids look like the parents? I mean, mammals do that sometimes, like with the way their bones are and the way their, oh, their fur is. This family all looks related. Like they all have the same hair color. They all have the same, with slight variations, nose. Their lines are wrong. So, hmm. come to think of it, the, the bartender's pocket, nose is quite similar to their nose too. But Pocky, would you mind if Mari and I stepped outside for just a moment? By all means. You'll be okay. I'll let right? you know where the rooms are. Good. Utashi, Utashi, can you stick with Papaki? Uh-huh. Thanks. Okay. Mari? And and Longcap, ideally. Unless Longcap's got other ideas. I do not. Yeah, you, you should go with Papaki. Be on guard. I shall do so then. So, bartender, where are these rooms? I will show you. Right this way. Hey, thank you. So, GM, what to follow first since we split the party? All right. Well, the bartender leads you to a door that they open, and you go up a flight of stairs, and there are that there's a short hallway that has two doors, one on either side of the hallway. Here are your rooms. Bartender goes over and hey, he, opens, he opens one door and open, and then he goes and he opens the other door, and the rooms look identical. Technically. They look like mirror images. Yeah, that tracks. Oh, wow. Pretty standard. So I'm. Don't take the interiors of these spaces as analogs for what they're actually shaped like. But Longkep and Bapaki and Utashi are going. Are are they're, they're the ones upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm moving. <laughs> I see Longkep is exploring. Longkep has been moved by yeah. the GM. <laughs> yes. Okay. And hey, Longkep. Uh, when you go to sleep for the night, does smallest cap have to rest? Smallest cap is a skeleton. I I don't know how these things work. That is fair. No, smallest, smallest cap does not sleep. Okay. Will you ask smallest cap to bite me if I go to sleep tonight? I believe we are having the same line of thought. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. Don't let me go to sleep. Indeed. I hope that you will repay this <laughs> favor. 
I'll do my best. Smallest Kep has been practicing their snore. It requires a kazoo and a balloon. <laughs> the the kazoo because there there's nothing to vibrate properly, but also a balloon because no lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the worst of it is they wouldn't be able to equip these items properly into their rib cage by themselves. So they sort of drag them over to whoever's watching, usually long cap, and just sort of like <laughs> tap them with a front paw and look up pleadingly. Oh. Okay, we can go to uh... <laughs> Sorry and Mori. Sorry and Mori. Mori, by the, the way, has equipped the balloon and kazoo for Moss kept three times. <laughs> she doesn't think anyone's seen her That's do it. Sweet. Aww. All right. Let's let the Rhyme Twins get some action. Okay. <laughs> Sorry and Mori. Activate their Wonder Twin powers. Mar- it does not work Mori. because of the height difference. Sorry and Mori. Mori and Sorry. Docks and Socks. Wait, no. Wrong season. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> that one's Gox. That one's... Where did Socks go? No one knows. I'm right here. <laughs> Who said that? The very thin tree? No, behind the tree. No, the other tree. That's the blade of grass. <laughs> anyway, Sorry and Mori. Sorry, you had something you wanted to say. Second here. Please continue. So the little lines under your eye. You saw it too. Uh-huh. But they look like they're related, so it doesn't, it's not like the orphanage oh, directors or something. I am very amused that you cast <laughs> Lehman's tiny hut in the middle of the, ta- of the tavern. <laughs> I did not mean to cast it in the middle of the tavern. I meant well, to cast it in our room. Everything inside the buildings is placeholder because I couldn't find a lakeside map with a tavern. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) We're just going to say, and there you go. It's all good. The part I'm casting it about is spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. There you go. Now, is it a dome or a sphere? I think it's a dome. Yes. Are you going to wait to cast it until we show up? Because right now we're outside, so we wouldn't be able to get in. I can always recast it. Oh, it says ten foot sphere. Ritual. If I if I want to be a mean person, oh. I could say that you cast this spell and everyone just sees a uh, a dome appear in the ceiling coming down for ten feet. <laughs> I well five feet, but still. <laughs> It says dome everywhere except for the bottom where it says sphere. Yeah. Anyway, they don't expect you to cast it on the second floor of a tavern, I believe. Which is weird because that's where most fights happen, don't they? Anyway, back outside where no one is thinking about Lehman's tiny hut. Mari says, yeah, that's not right. And the blacksmith and, 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 and the, the, the bartender looks kind of like them. The, the nose I mean, part looks similar. It's a small town. I mean, part of the yeah. reason why we go on our journeys in adolescence is to increase genetic diversity, technically. But even then, you get small communities. They all end up starting to look like each other eventually, if they're small enough. Uh-huh. And this is a small town. So that but part is not weird. different. They're all different. Uh-huh. And that this town should have, it should follow 
one of the five. Everyone's lines are different. This uh-huh. town doesn't follow any of the five. So the ones who've chosen to live here, they should all have the same second line. They don't. Uh-huh. It's weird. So what do the lines mean that, that you've seen? They, they each represent one of the five. Oh, so there's like white and red. Oh. Red are city folk. Green live in the forests. White White live on the mountains. Blue live in the wastes. Uh huh. Black live in the swamps. Uh huh. Oh, that's 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 not. And I will piggyback on your previous insight roll and just point out Mm -hmm. Mari is doing her best to sort of like walk all the way around the fact that each of these is supposed to be worshiping a separate god. Because theoretically, one of them just attacked about, you. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry's muttering things about, oh, that's not color-coded at all, right? <sighs> I've been throwing that at you since episode yeah. one. Yeah, well, it was so logical. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Look, I usually play GURPS. Color-coded dragons aren't natural to me. <laughs> <laughs> now they are. We should play Cypher System. They're not color-coded there either. Indeed. So does that mean that they don't worship any and they're hiding it or? Oh, no, I've never been here before. Yeah, right. I know. And also they're freaked out. And also they, why aren't they calling us weird dogs or something? I mean, I don't like it, but I'm used to it. Sorry, distracted by Ellie inventing spells for Yep. <laughs> or are they cursing? The Sorry. In- <laughs> <laughs> Liam and Tinny Hut. Same as the other spell, except anyone who tries to enter it and isn't on the list gets tinnitus. <laughs> Nothing anyway, but white noise maybe, can enter. Maybe we... I guess we should go up and set a watch, and also we should... Somebody should get detect magic. Do you get to get detect magic? You mumble something. Praying? Maybe don't pray. Maybe not. Sorry pats her hand. I'm sure that Utashi could talk about um, Utashi's god. Elna? Isn't that the god of suffering? Utashi's? She worships Ilmata? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a story behind it. <laughs> a little one. Sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, she was part of the Chipclaw clan, which was somewhere around Coomridge. And when she was looking for a god to follow, she ran into... A- Presumably Obame from early on. Obame was a dwarf follower of uh, Ilmater, brought Ilmater to Circular. Yes. Yes. So that's how she got into that. And the thing is, because because Obame because Obame was a dwarf, when Obame spread the word of Ilmater in Circulus, when Ilmater appeared in Circulus, they were seen as a dwarf. And they were like, this is new. (laughs) <laughs> which is canon because Ilmater actually appeared to Obame but never mind about that um, yeah yeah. so Mari's like so, anyway, that- so, so you're suggesting I follow a god of suffering that um actually that, that tracks considering everything yeah I mean I talk about mine but I don't remember anything Sorry hangs her head Mari gives you a pat on the shoulder Sorry, looks appreciative, which you may or may not be able to tell because she's a dragonborn. I, well, there's lots of body language. That, True. Honestly, I'm not sure which of us has it worth. One hand. Probably. Hmm? 
I mean, I think that you've been getting the worst of it because we meant to go explore things and and we got lucky and didn't get turned into physics and we didn't go splat. I was referring to our personal theological journey. I'm kind of used to it. No one's ever recognized my symbol that, that I had when I woke up because no one remembers. <coughs> Never mind. <coughs> well, I suppose yours couldn't be worse than mine. I mean, what are the chances that there's like a god so evil and terrible? It's like five dragon gods put together. I sure hope not. But I'm sure whoever it is must be nice because I do still get spells. So I thank them for it. Get spells. But at least with Utashi, you'd know what you were getting. Hmm? I still get spells. Yeah. I'm not sure we want to bring attention, though. I don't know. That means they're really that powerful. I don't know if it means not all of them are bad, or if they're so far beyond us, don't even... One of them is... Well, yeah. Yes. And Mori shivers. Sorry has her shoulders hunched. Sorry, you also shiver. Mm. It's gotten... Maybe... A lot colder. Colder? Very quick. I think. And we've we been need playing for over inside. an hour. What do you say we take a short yeah. break? <laughs> a short break to be, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, crap. Yep. Something like that. We'll be right back. Crap, crap, crap. Not I'm, a button. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not just any button. The button. The button for Cusco. The button is specifically designed to unpause Cusco's game. Cusco's button. Cusco is jamming. I thought you were Crash. Wrong button. <laughs> oh, my, <You> laugh. <laughs> my favorite variation. Yes, and somebody always has inspiration, but I'm double checking anyway just to be certain. Oh, Bepaki didn't have inspiration. Fixed it. <laughs> there we go. My favorite variation of the whole Cusco's poison thing was. I think Ellie was the one who shared it. I could be wrong, but it's usually Ellie who finds these gems. Oh, a Snickers bar picture. And the caption was, remember to check your Halloween candy. This time around, I found inside a Snickers bar a poison. Cusco's poison. The poison is specifically designed to kill Cusco. Cusco. <laughs> it was glorious. Um, with a little vial of, of turn you into a llama potion inside a Snickers bar. It was wonderful. Anyway, Mari and Sori... The, the rhyming sisters are outside the inn <laughs> as everything is getting colder. Like, there is, there is frost on the grass. Sorry looks up. The sky is blue. There's a few wispy white clouds. I think we should hide. I'm okay with hiding. And we should tell the others. Sorry grabs Maury's hand and, and goes to run into the inn. Maury does not resist the grapple attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the two of you run into the inn. There is yelling that you hear off in the distance as you go into the inn. What kind of yelling? People being upset yelling? Or the yelling that someone has seen a giant white dragon coming this way? Yelling about the crops. Oh no. Oh crap. (laughs) Do you just stop once you're inside the door, or do you go upstairs? Stairs. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the direction that that's the only direction that there is to find, um, what you call them, rooms. Okay. Just double-checking something. 
And by double checking something, I mean looking at your character sheet. Okay. All right. So you go up the stairs. Fortunately, the door to the stairwell was left open. Otherwise, you wouldn't have known where the stairs were because you were already outside when that True. happened. And yeah. DM is throwing you a bone. Thank you. I mean, it's a door. Save that for later. Long Kemp is going to need that to put Lefty back together. Um, once you get up the stairs, <laughs> there's, there's a room on either side of the hallway. You've, you heard me say this to other people. Uh-huh. And the center of Lehman's tiny hut is like right on top of Mari's eye for the icon that I'm using for Mari. And it's really weirding me out. So I'm just going to move Mari <laughs> down here. I, yeah. I genuinely <laughs> tried to scrape that off my monitor. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> there is a scratch on one of my monitors, and I have spent some time trying to erase it in an image editing program. Oh no! And I, yeah, I know why the scratch is there. I was there when the scratch happened. I still sometimes forget. Oh, by the way, but in any case, mm. with that said, I know, I know why the cage monitor scratches because I knocked it over on top of something. Oh, crap. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Mari and Sorry. Sorry. Do some explaining on Tuesday. Um, is our upstairs crew all in one room, or did you divide it? Yeah, conquer? I think so. Okay. No, I think so. Yeah, Longcap and I have been conferring, and Utashi has been... Utashi-ing. Enjoying Utashi. the ride. <laughs> okay. So, Mari and Sorry, I'm going to say... They go to opposite doors and open them up, and whoever opens the wrong door just turns and runs and follows the, uh, the person who opened the right door. We can bicker and argue about who opened which door later. If it's relevant, it's not, but we can do that anyway if it's fun. <laughs> Funniest so part is, is regardless of off. who opens the regardless of who opens the wrong door, they're both going to bounce off Liam and Tiny Hut. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to. I was going to suggest that Longkep would probably not cast Liam's tiny hut until after they were all together. Yeah, but this is funnier. Also, I did specifically say no. It's a ritual spell. I can recast it. Okay. Longkep did cast Liam's tiny hut in case someone tried to come cast the spell on us while we were separated. Okay. Yeah. Also, then, it's good you know, to have that. That anti-magic barrier while we're discussing how to deal with the magic in the town. Yeah. Then you're well, absolutely right. Their nose then, out the bubble and the bu- bubble pops. <laughs> and then Maybe everyone, again. everyone who was in the bubble immediately feels like the room is significantly colder. Ah. Back, put it back. Frosty out the, there. I can put the it The seasons back, on this planet are minutes. weird. What, I'm a little what did you do while you were out there? We just talked, but I think we might be being followed. By what? Oh, right. Yeah, that. You hear a voice on the other side of the wall of your room, not to the hallway, but to the uh, the outer wall, of something flying past at speed. The outer wall. There you go, Methods! I couldn't hear that. That that was as comprehensible as possible. I didn't hear what crashed. At speed, a voice going. They is not Methods. Oh no! <laughs> That's but you also hear a crunch sound that is very much not method induced. Is there a window? There is not a window. There are shutters. All right. When you then go to the, the shutters is... and throw them open, there is a wall. Creepy. Well, that's less than useful. The pocky is out the door and down the stairs. Okay. Long cap. 
brings smallest Kep back from the void and uh, is going to send smallest Kep out to look because smallest Kep is probably small enough that it will not have to make stealth checks. Too small to be seen by giant white dragons. Yes, and long Kep can see through smallest Kep's eyes isn't the right word. Eye sockets. Vision. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just as long as we don't get an, a special effect of when that's happening, suddenly smallest cap has long cap's eyes. Oh, give those back. Okay. <laughs> it turns out they're not long cap's eyes that are from long cap's head. Long cap just had some eyes saved for a project. Smallest cap decided they <laughs> might be fun to try out if they like them. And it's so rare to find eyes their size. Anyway, as you go oh. out, you see... Oh, these guys. Yeah, there, there are swarms of ice methods flying around. Uh, rising villagers who are running off in various directions. Some of them are carrying farming equipment with them. Some of them are not carrying anything with them at all. Uh, there's also what appear Is, to be... Are a any few, of them... Hmm? Go ahead. There, there's a few animated breaths like you have... Fought before, uh, fact, who are approaching one of the townhouses. Well, houses in the town. They're not townhouses. That's a specific. But you know what I mean. There appear yeah. to be Helms spiders houses. made of ice crawling over a different home. Uh, the Cartwright area seems to be getting attacked by a, a thing that looks like a glowy blue salamander it's got like multiple legs that's a little weird that is that is a roll that is a another nat 20 ellie has not given her dice to anyone else after all the nat 20s from our cause and effect session apparently not (laughs) and that is an arcana check so some of these things are very obviously things that can be either created or summoned using magic. Methods are elementals. They can spawn in naturally, but they can also be summoned if you know the right ways to do it. That includes spells, but also particularly powerful beings that are attuned to various elemental things can you know make things happen. The breath, well, you saw how that got created. So that part's obvious. The salamander thing is weird. Lack of, lack of toothbrushing. Did anyone else follow us down? Uh, I probably would. The, the anime... Oh, you're talking about the party. Maury followed you down for sure. Yes. Yeah. Everyone else, I'm leaving that to them. Sorry? Maury followed us down for sure? Yep. And Utashi went with because she's got spells. Sorry is sticking with long Kep. Which okay. may mean that because we're coming that down arcana, slowly. That arcana check was for a very specific thing. Ooh. Bapaki is uncharacteristically serious as she turns to Mori. Mori, I'm very sorry to have to ask this, but we need your chosen friend's help. The GM is blanking at what that means. The tattoos. She's black and red, right? Yes, but her cleric powers come from the black, not the red. Yeah, it's... but Bipaki is not 100% clear on how all this all works. Neither is Mari based on Bakaki's statement, so this is wonderful. <laughs> it's like, I don't... The, um, I'm 
You picked the red, right? I chose to live in a city. So try and call for help. Um, I'm going to say you get the sense that Mari is actually reluctantly trying. And I am going to roll. This will be a religion check. Um, help? Okay, In the meantime, um, <laughs> Bapaki is... There's a giant blue salamander and a bunch of ice methods. There's a bunch of ice methods. There are some animated breaths. Don't take the two things I put on the map as a full representation of what's going on. The map is only showing two structures. This town is larger than that. Um, I, um, I can't see what you put on the map. Okay. There... Oh, Longkip's still in the building. Yeah, Longkip's you... still in the building. Are you scared? Will you move Longkip? Oh, don't move me. Sorry. Yeah, don't move Longkip. Smallest Kep can see what's going on. But okay. Sm- there but... we go. <clears throat> that smallest Kep could not see what was going on, and I could not select it because uh, I could not see it while I was Longkip. Also, I can't. Oh no. Move. Okay, I there's two smallest Keps. Smallest Kep is multiplying. Yeah. Because smallest cap will soon make more smallest caps. One to see anything. Which I cannot smallest cap too? To select smallest cap and see smallest cap. Oh, sorry. Smallest cap will... two. The revenge. For some reason, I can't move the second one either. Oh, give me a second. Boundary has a weird thing where you have to explicitly put a token into a player's control. Yeah, and smallest yes, cap should that. be under my control. Yeah, I can't move long cap yeah. either. Oh, well, well weird. Oh, th- th- well, well, that's extremely weird, then. Oh, it's because the game's paused. It's not. Is it? You may want to want to reload. Yeah. Um, I have just yeah. paused it and unpaused it. Did that fix it? Yes. Okay. Aha. We have encountered that bug before. And, okay, there we go. Boss cap sees the largest so- of monsters flying around, destroying everything. These giants amongst caps. Or referred to as methods. Smallest Kep has seen them before. But there's also bigger things. Animated breaths. That are, um... Okay, that one just got eaten by a house. Now, at first... Uh-oh. At Long first... Long Kep... Blinks. At first, the thought process is... That one just went right through the front door and made it larger. No, the front door is closed. It, it... That was a gulp. Out. Now. Everyone. And long kept runs. After, if there's anyone inside the house, it's still inside the inn, especially a child or something, she might grab their hand and drag them. But otherwise, she is getting the heck out of Dodge. Oh. When long kept says things like yeah. that. Okay. Bapaki, what, does Bapaki see the the house eat the thing, the the method or whatever? It's possible Bapaki does. And it's also B- Possible that Papaki was distracted by the villagers who were throwing books and rakes and cartwright materials, cartwright tools at a bunch of methods. Some missed and landed on the ground. Some hit the methods. Each one that hit a method stuck to the method. And then pseudopods sprang out of them and started hitting the methods repeatedly. Everything is a mimic. Oh no! The rule for fourteen report. will do it. What are you wondering about? The DM has to. The Pocky is trying to figure out that this is a. The player knows what's going on. The player is trying to figure out if the character knows what's going on. I will tell you 
that what Bapaki is seeing is that a lot of in otherwise inanimate objects are able to beat up things made of ice on their own. That that yeah. one's chewing. And that and Bipaki, the player is trying to figure out if Bipaki knows what that means. The kobolds have encountered mimics before. Basically, has Bipaki encountered a mimic? Yes. Even if Bipaki herself has not encountered a mimic before, the Circle of Tales has on many occasions. The founding members, let's put it this way, the will it Other blend meme. In one. The will it blend meme started with a house mimic getting destroyed. That's true. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, the Circle of Tales founders got their foot stuck in a mimic at one point. Well, one of them did anyway. I was going to say, it wasn't all of them all at once. That would have been very weird. <gasps> also, the mimic would have been on fire. Right. Not for okay. long, but it would be very brilliant for a short amount of time. Anyway. As soon as Bipaki figures out what's going on, she is going to run back to the tavern door. The door is I'm not where she- it was before. Hmm? Before she goes in, she's going to put her hand on next to the doorway and say, we need to get your people out. The door is already two feet higher off the ground than it was before. And it doesn't look like a door anymore. But it does seem to have what appear to be cheeks bulge out on either side of it. And then a collection of furniture is spewed out onto the ground. And begins to crawl off towards one of the animated breaths. I suppose that so far, the house mimics have not been hostile to us. And have been hostile to the things chasing us. So we should help them for the moment. Assuming we got out. I assume Sori and and Longkith have gotten out. Oh yeah, they ran out. out with the furniture. Yeah. Hee hee. Will it let me in long enough to get the people out? Are there are the people in there actually people? When you were running out, I didn't say anything about people. Did you didn't see sure. any people in on the first floor when you ran? Oh, okay. Then I'm not going to worry about it. I think we may have learned why mimics usually don't mimic people. They're really weird about it. Yeah, this is a village of mimics. Well, if they're nice mimics, that's fine. Maybe they can still help us fix the ship. And also, I don't like the methods. Longkep casts Dragon's Breath on themselves. One second. Okay. So, you hear a voice. It's not incredibly loud. You you can tell the person... the thing making the voice is attempting to be as loud as possible, but they are a slight distance away. Processing, I am in distress. For the boat, Ridey might what, need for some the boat? guidance. Go for the boat. Yeah. And, and Ridey might need some guidance. Yeah. All right. Are we all going for the boat? I mean, you don't have to. Sorry's going after the those unhappy boat. That's our, well, our ship. That's how we get out of here. Yeah. And getting out of here sounds like a good idea. I'm just moving icons out of the way. Technically, Lefty is also on the map, but it's hard to move the villain on top of a corpse. All right. So as you are going towards the boat, there is another one of those blue salamander things that is standing on the ice that has now trapped your Shrike ship in place. And it is breathing out 
onto the water, turn it into ice. And the sides of the Shrike ship, which it's made out of wood, are starting to buckle and break as the ice expands as it freezes. Longcap, well, um, is going to decide that if it is going to breathe ice onto the water and cause trouble, Longcap is going to breathe fire onto the ice. Okay. Man, can I use my inspiration for my initiative? You may. Although, I will tell you that I just rolled for the Frost Salamander and I got a nat 1. I did see that. So did Longcap. But Longcap got a slightly better nat 1. Yes, because there's no such thing... Like, in initiative, there is no such thing as an automatic success or failure. It's all just comparative numbers. So, even a nat 1 can end up being a 2 or... It's true. Everyone's going at the end. <laughs> Combat starts. Everyone just stands in battle um, pose, rocking back and forth on their knees. Haki, I think you could just—I think you <clears> should <throat> probably just just stick with what you got there. Apparently, uh, oh, who got that one? Oh, meanwhile, Utashi. Don't worry, everyone. Don't worry, everyone. The healer's going first. <laughs> well, that Utashi, which is hold your action. <laughs> Actually, wait. The healer going first is great. Because they're going, they because they're going last in the second turn. Because the villain goes last. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, uh, so you get to react Maury, to whatever happens. Sorry. Maury, you still need to roll initiative. I don't want to. You're the one who <laughs> ran over here. Don't roll you! And that's why you got the same uh, initiative as Bipaki. <laughs> Maury and Bipaki go at the same time. And we are going to give smallest kept, because somehow I selected smallest kept in this patch as well. Same initiative. Actually, can I give? But um, smallest cap point. gets the same initiative as long cap, doesn't? Don't they? I can give decimal points an initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I can assign smallest cap an initiative of two point five to make sure that they're always going right after long cap. Um, we do need Utashi's initiative roll though. That's um, gonna Utashi's be got an initiive of nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. 19. Oh, I didn't... yeah. Because it's oh, not because it's not an initiative roll. roll. Oh. Uh, it's actually a 22. <laughs> yeah, because you've got a plus three to initiative. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Utashi goes first. Everyone waits for the anniversary of Utashi's turn for them to go. <laughs> it's great. I mean, There's some birthday parties. U- Utashi's initiative is at least twice anybody else's initiative. Yes. She doesn't know that though, so you know. <laughs> no, Oh, it's my turn. <clears throat> oh, by the way, I will say that because this was declared in advance, before this is all starting, I am gonna ask Longkip to do the spell attack thing that you are planning. Oh yeah. Yes, do that. To start um, off the combat. What spell attack? Dragon's breath. The dragon's Breathing breath. Fire. Yeah, that that is not an attack. That is a saving. Oh, that's throw. a that's a saving throw. Oh, I Tell see me. how it is. I assume that. And you see, that's a five. Yeah, and I assume that the ice is going to fail its saving throw automatically because it's ice. It's actually resistant to fire damage from lizard folk necromancers. It's a very specific thing that, that doesn't come up very often. Fire damage to the frost salamander and the ice. Doesn't like that. Vulnerable. Is it vulnerable to fire? I'm checking. Damage vulnerabilities? It only says fire here. Hmm. Weird. Oh. 
<laughs> it takes extra damage from fire? If it's vulnerable, well, it takes okay. double damage. Hmm. Only if it's fire damage, though. That's what Longcap wanted. Okay, so I will say that, yes, you do melt a lot of the ice. So now, like, the, the tail end of the salamander is going down into the water and it's scrabbling on its middle leg to try to make sure it doesn't slide all the way down. I will also say that, while that's a very comical sight, I will say that Longkep is intelligent enough, or that's the wrong way of saying it, because some, you, you are not smart, you are not the opposite of smart, Smart is a verb. It's what you're doing. So I will say that Longcap has the critical thinking skills to not cast Dragon's Breath in the same direction as the wooden Spelljammer ship, which isn't technically a Spelljammer ship, but besides the point. Yes. So the <laughs> ship is still... Let me... That, that's color spray. I don't want to look at color spray. Uh, where are you? Yeah, it's only uh, 15 feet. So if I'm standing <clears throat> here and the boat is in front of the salamander, it won't go far enough. Oh, yeah. Well, what I'm specifically getting at is you don't cast it on the ice directly next to the ship for fear that you might end up setting the ship on fire, which will be replacing one problem with a worse right. problem. So the ship is still right. trapped, but it doesn't have... The ice has somewhere to go when it expands now. That isn't ship. We're not yes. getting our ship crushed. It's no longer being crushed by the ice. It's trapped in the ice. With that said, yeah. it is now Utashi's turn. Okay. Um, a couple of ideas. We'll decide which one better. Okay, I'm going to throw a guiding bolt at it. I'm going to move. Ooh, I like this idea. Mm-hmm. There. <laughs> okay, yeah. Considering who goes right after Utashi, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so I forgot how to do this. Is it a 20? It's a 20, right? It, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you if you click on guiding bolt in your spell oh. book, oh, it'll okay. put a thing in the log. Okay, let me. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm having trouble here. Hold on. I think. Oh, I uh, sorry. Oh, there it is. That's okay. There's a. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you mouse over guiding bolt, if you go to your spell book and mouse over guiding bolt, yes. On the on the left hand side, there's like a, a d20 icon. Mm -hmm. If you click on that. It'll put a thing in the log on the right-hand side. Okay. I have clicked on it. It says cast spell. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, cast spell. Cast spell. Okay, casting spell. And then happens. you go to the chat log, and it says okay. guiding bolt, and you've got a button for attack. Okay. Attack. And if you hit, you also have a button for oh. damage. Ten. Okay. Uh, With your bonus, that brings to 14, oh. which is unfortunately not high enough. <laughs> Can I... Can I send my inspiration to Utashi? You most certainly may. Done it before. Actually, so, yeah. it's right. with, I would say I would say it's close enough. Utashi, I have a question for you. Would you consider uh -huh. the Shrike ship to be an ally of yours? Uh-huh. Ooh. Roll again. It's a sapient creature. Oh. <laughs> Does this mean I do it again or what? Yes, because the name yeah. of the show is Pack Tactics. And they can't uh, take that from okay. the kobolds if oh, I'm yeah. the DM. <laughs> okay. Just click All the right, attack button so again and guiding bolt. Again. Yes. Okay. Yep. That one. Normal. What do we got now? Um. Well, a twenty-one will hit. Twenty-one. Oh. So go okay. ahead and press the damage button. Good. Damage button. Roll okay. that beautiful bean footage. Is it? It just <laughs> hit normal. Is that right? 
Yeah. Yep. Because it, it wasn't a crit, so. I can't read those. Well, it tallies it up for us in the chat. I have trouble oh, reading 13. that as well. Okay. So we got 13 points of damage. Yeah. The okay. GM takes math damage. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't read it because it was too light compared to the, oh, yeah. color of the dice. Yeah, <laughs> that, that wasn't very high contrast on those dice at all. But I have put in the damage, and now it is a sparkly, glowy, blue frost <laughs> salamander. I made it pretty. I was gonna say that, and but yes. In pain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's pretty and Shuffles. suffering. Uh-huh. Says the worshipper of the god of suffering. But he tries to alleviate suffering. Not yeah. not what you're uh, moving forward. <laughs> moving forward, always moving forward. We're alleviating some suffering. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that your turn? Yes. Alright. Papaki, I have some bad news for you. You might be able to make oh, this no. attack with advantage. I didn't say it was the Pocky's bad news. Oh. <laughs> Although that's a 14. I'm going to so. use my inspiration. <laughs> okay. Third time is the charm. That is uh, 20. Third uh, time 20. is the charm. Okay. The Pocky, you would expect the Pocky to go along the dock here. That's just what you want Bipaki, us to think. Leaps out from behind the gout of fire that Long Kep spews at the salamander. Oh, I love this cinematic idea. And leaps among the little icebergs and ends up here. There weren't icebergs, but there are now. <laughs> well, the ice is melting, so there are little it's, icebergs. They were spawned in by the rule of cool. But Pocky needed something cool yeah. to jump across, therefore icebergs. Cool. Of course, they were spawned in by the rule of cool. Ice, what other temperature are icebergs going to be? Very true. <laughs> now, I retroactively take credit for any puns, even if I did not realize they were puns at the time. I had technically advantage on this attack roll, but I don't need advantage on the attack roll to use my sneak attack against a creature. If I'm within five feet of it, no other creatures are within five feet of me, and I don't have disadvantage on the attack roll because I i'm a swashbuckler us. and I, that's what we do we did say it was next to the ship and the ship was an ally but this thing is big enough that you can be next to it and not be next to the ship oh that's why i'm writing the icebergs out so i i'm not next to the ship there we go i have been playing loosey-goosey with the, this map's proportions this entire evening so that's hey. six normal damage and 12 sneak attack I love the dichotomy between the actual da the, the normal damage and the what you add on top of that from sneak attack. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's this toothpick and a giant redwood. <laughs> it's fine for the other. All right. Anything else? Mori, now! What? Now what? Right. Um, Just Mori. Mori looks over her spell list because Mori was not designed for combat when I created Mori. And I have never deviated yeah. from this except for the one time where I forgot to check and see if I had clicked on the prepared button and had her cast a spell that wasn't prepared. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Mari never remembers. This, this is my canonical reason for why I don't. Mari never remembers Hit. what she can actually do to hurt others. Aww. Yeah. Mari casts locate object. No. Um... Mending and puts the icebergs back together. Now that's a ten minute. We're not doing. 
<laughs> gonna need to do mending on our ship. Is what we're gonna need to do. You need all the people. Uh, like, we'll just use part of, of Lefty. Okay, I know that these dice are not physics based, but that one rolled to a twenty, and then it looked like it bounced off of Story's character art to land <laughs> on a lower number. That is one below the AC. Oh. However, I, now I know. Um, hmm? Didn't it get hit with Guiding Bolt and... Yes, but Papaki went. Yeah, but Papaki didn't take the Guiding Bolt, because did she? She was talking about uh, not needing advantage because it's, she was within it's the next attack. five feet of the target and nobody else was. It, it's the next attack. Uh, it's the next attack roll. Yeah. Alas. But, but, tragically, Papaki needed to use her inspiration to even hit. Oh. Yeah. The the guiding with advantage, I got lower than the things uh, AC. But good uh, news, it's Sori's turn. Right? Sorry? Oh, Mario got the ray of sickness there. Duh. Sorry? Aren't you red? Yep. Can I make a suggestion? That I should breathe fire at it? That is my suggestion. <laughs> you know, that seems like it might just be a time to use a breath weapon. I think the last time Sorry used a breath weapon in any of my games, it was the one shot that you made Sorry for, uh -huh. which we didn't record. Uh -huh. And now it's time it's for everyone's favorite game. Hmm? A week. <laughs> Petite. Yes. And then you melted a dwarf. Um, and now it's time for everyone's favorite game. Where are the breath weapon? Indeed. As luck would have it, you have a button. Under Features, scroll down to Passabilities, and click on oh, Breath Weapon. Breath Weapon. Type determined by Ancestry. More details. This does not entirely help. Um, no, no. Can... Click on the little die icon. When you mouse over Breath oh. Weapon, it turns into a die. Click on that. Did, did. Okay, so your Breath Weapon does have a max range. Uh-huh. Looking for it. Sorry would know what it is. Yes. And I'm thinking Sorry is too far away. Also, I think she'd have to hit Smallest Kep and Mori if she's. Can I move and do it? Yes. Movement is separate from actions. Okay. So let's see. What's my move? What's my move? What's my move? Double checking my move here. Your move is 30. You can 30. easily make it. 5, 10, 15. Come on. Come on. Oh, there's a wall there. All right. Let me go back right, to where yeah. I started. Yeah. You, you have to go up. 5, one. 10, 15. Will that get me able to do it without hitting the boat? Um, I believe so. The dock might catch on fire. Hit me, not the ship! Hmm? Sh uh, Hit now, me, not the ship! The Hit you, what? The Pocky is red, too. True. Hmm. That doesn't actually mean anything, but... Indeed. <laughs> Sorry would like to not hit smallest cap, etc. Will this get the monster and not the ship? Smallest Kep is actually I... riding on Long Kep. Oh, okay. The token just wouldn't do that. Yeah. Give me a moment. Huh? Oh, wait. We got it. <laughs> it actually looks like Smallest Kep is snuggling Long Kep now. Uh... On my screen. I would go I would go one more onto the dock just to make sure you don't hit anybody except me. Just for the GM, just for GM's question, is the monster directly in front of the ship, or if I ran upwards past long through Longcap Square, 
I couldn't be bothered to put the ship on this map, and we've been playing loosey-goosey with this. I can say that you will... There's a way you can angle this so you're only going to hit the monster. Okay. I suspect I'm going to do that like that. That's fine. <clears throat> monster. Rawr. Okay, where's the button I press? <laughs> press, threat, then... Oh, I just... I don't have to... Each creature in the area must make a DC-12 saving throw. Type determined by ancestry. She does fire. Yeah, you're a... It's a 15-foot cone uh, with a deck save. So, I forgot about this, but did you know in some distributions of Linux, with the little icon for the Firefox browser, it makes all of your open windows minimize? Oh, oh no. Oh. I, I have just found this everything? out, and, and I was wondering where my Frost Salamander stat block Oops. So, this is a dexterity saving throw, right? Uh, Pocky, you're not getting hit by this. makes a cone deck save. <laughs> but Pocky can't not get hit by this. It's a cone. Pocky is shorter than a frost salamander. Uh, unless you are diving heroically in Story's way to protect the frost salamander so that you can get the killing blow, you are not going to get hit by this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the physics of that. It's going right past you. It's a cone, so it's it's going to spread out. It's yeah, it's a cone, right so either either you're hitting me, or you're hitting the ship. No. The DM has said, don't worry about that. The map is not to scale. Okay. Um, but it makes it safe, so it's going to take half damage. Okay, so I'm doing... Uh, let's see. It starts at 2d6. At 6th level, it's 3d6, and I'm 7th level. I'm level 7? So, 3d6. Okay, so... But it's... The funny thing is, it made the save, but it's weak to it. So I'm going to have to half it, then double it. Yeah. <laughs> 13, so... So 12. Yes. If it's odd, you just minus one. <laughs> 12 isn't bad. Better than more. This Morgan. little wee dragonborn goes... The, the petite dragonborn huffed and puffed. Yes. The, the, the little good big... dragonborn. Petite. Versus yeah. the big bad wolf. <laughs> right. Little red dragonborn. Little red dragonborn is supposed to be a little red riding hood. All right. You still have a bonus action <laughs> if, you, if you want to use a bonus action. I don't think you have one that's... You may or may not have one that's relevant. Uh, let's see. Let me quickly look at my bonus actions. Um, well, let's see. I can turn invisible until my next turn. No, that's an action. <laughs> No, no, those are all actions, not bonus actions. Okay. It says bonus action, and then it does class description, and nope, nope. I oh. appear to not have bonus actions. Then we will move on to long cap. Oh, that's a bonus action, which I don't have one of. Okay. All right, it is long cap's turn again. Yes. Uh -huh. Technically, long cap is um. Long cap before long cap went before combat started. Yes. So technically, this is your first turn. Yeah, that's true. Longkep started the combat. Longkep was the I would like to get out of the way of hitting Sori and breathe fire at the salamander again. I mean, you're taller <laughs> than Sori. You could probably just sort of, like, lean over her head. <laughs> you know what? That's what true. Image. I'm going what to put my hands on Sori's shoulders and um, lean over Sori's head and breathe fire. You keep messing me with these. I can take it. Would that assist you somehow? 
No, but it's funny. No, it would take up a spell slot to fix you. It's a long rest. Hello, I rolled damage. Please roll the damage. There we go. Um, anyway, 11 damage, DC 14, save for half. What stat for save? Dexterity. And it dodge. Ooh, well, okay, that's a nat 20. But, fuck it. it no. Stock it. Stock it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is your cat trying to play with the dice on the screen? <laughs> May have been. Yes. And when I said, stock it, stock it, when I did that, he leapt from my desk to my shoulder, to the back of my chair, to oh. the floor. Effortlessly. <laughs> All right. As if he had rolled his own nat 20 acrobatics check. Yeah, I barely like felt it on that. my shoulder. Oh, well, nice. Oh, but it made me forget that I was oh, checking no. to see how much damage saved, which would be... T- All right, that's him. Smallest cap. And I do not believe I have. Hmm? Smallest cap, um... Uses an action to intimidate. Is going to hide in... <laughs> Long caps hood. Well, yes, but they still stick their snout out and attempt to make a menacing glare. And it is they very be- adorable. They bare their teeth. Their teeth are always bare, but never mind. <laughs> Intimidation check. Yes, a 12. They are very intimidating. <laughs> or so they feel. Considering their <laughs> charisma, I think a 12 is a very good roll. Yep. Yeah, That's a minus four to charisma. But the only problem yeah, is... Yeah, a 16 on the die. Because of your positioning, when it glares out, it's actually glaring at the back of Sori's head. So the salamander is unable to see this intimidating, frightful figure that will surely wreak havoc on its toes. Provided it comes over and extends a foot for chewing. And doesn't make any crunch, threatening crunch, gestures. Crunch. Making the game last longer because of this roleplay is something that I will do every frickin' time, Dag Nabbit. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now for the frost. Let's see what's going on. Features, traits, features, traits. I need to make a roll. Making a roll. Roll. Oh. The dragon's breath, breath weapon what? recharged. That's what I was afraid of. Nope, it only recharges on a six. Oh. That would have made it easy for me. Now I've got to think about things. Dagnabbit. I don't want to think. I'm the GM. <laughs> I know I wanted, what you mean. If I wanted to think, I'd play a barbarian. <laughs> then you have to remember to rage. Yeah, that takes... Yeah. That, that's tough to do sometimes. Uh-huh. You all caught up that. in the plot? <laughs> okay, it's going to make one bite attack and four claw attacks. So we need a bite and we need claws. Uh, it's going to try to bite one character who insists they can take it. Uh, how's a 15 do for you, Paki? 15 will do it. I had to double check to see if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, it's bad. It's only 12 points of damage. That's why we weren't hitting you with the flame. It is also going to attack No friendly you fire. With a claw attack. 16. 16 will do it. 9 points of damage. A- 12 won't. How's a nat 1 for you? Won't. What happens for this nat 1? It's claws fall off. It breaks a nail? Yeah. I mean, it's ice. It has been burned by multiple people, one of them twice. It has been stabbed 
It has been glitter bombed. It has been shown a very menacing glare. Yeah, for that particular arm, the claws fall off. Not because it just takes a swing and then they fall off. It swings at you. You get out of the way. It hits the ice. Now, it's immune to cold damage, but not blunt force trauma. It's the ultimate broken nail issue. Everyone here winces. Some of you (laughs) internally. Some of you acknowledge that that is a a wince is something that you would do if you had an emotional response to this. (laughs) Some of us have had a nail fall off recently. Utashi, how do you... Also, some of us remember Hmm? early editions of D&D when if you rolled a natural one, you dropped your weapon. (laughs) Good thing you don't roll for breath weapon. What happens? Your lungs fall out. Yeah. No. (laughs) Put them back. (laughs) Like the image of frogs throwing up their own stomach to clean them off if they swallow something they don't like, but it's worse. It's so much worse. Oh. Speaking of mm-hmm. so much worse, Utashi, how are you going to make the Frost Salamander's life so much worse? Um, I can probably do Guiding Bolt again. Ideally, you have healing spells. I do. Do you need to be healed? Yeah. I'm at 42 of 70. Okay, let's do healing spells. It's fine. Um, I'm fairly certain that it only has a 1 in 6 chance of refreshing its breath weapon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have Prayer of Healing. I think that's um, a, yeah. That's one of the big ones. That is one of the big ones. I could do that. Yeah, I would not it. use that yet. If yeah, you, I'm like, um, I don't know. If you can, that's if you like, can up level healing word. Uh, yeah, cure wound. That one. Cure wound. That's requires me to be. It requires you to be next to me. That requires touching. Okay, yeah. can I walk over there and do it? Do Let's have, be honest, Otashi would. Healing word. Uh, do I have healing word? Um, First level. I do have healing word. That's got yeah. the little dark if gear you, next to it. Or down to if it. you up level yeah. that, that okay. should be okay. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how to up level that. When you, you cast the spell, it? it asks you what level you, you want to cast level. that. Oh, okay. Um, it even tells you how many slots you have left. Yeah, let's do this one. And I'm targeting Bupaki, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just click the healing button in the chat. Healing button in the chat. Oh, this one, yeah. Doesn't say no. Go go to the little I'm word bubbles at. on, and then scroll down the bottom message. You and it says healing word. Um, sorry, I'm not all the way awake yet. It's Understandable. Okay. So you don't have to target me. Okay. It's not automatic. If you okay. wh- when you cast the spell, then I'll manually adjust my hit points. Okay. So we're gonna do normal. I think. Oh, that's not much. Ten's fine. Okay. Ten is I'm more ten. more than Bapaki had before. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. All right. I'm probably done now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was your bonus action. You still have an action. Oh, I have an action. Okay. Yeah, healing well, word is a bonus action. action. Then... So if you want to cast guiding mm-hmm. bolt anyway, okay. you can still cast guiding bolt anyway. Yes. Because yeah. I house ruled that yep. you can do it. Yep. Okay. So we're gonna. Yeah, can I? Can I ask a favor? Mm-hmm. Hold that until after I've attacked. Okay. Direction. Oh, right. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I'll wait. Okay, so Utashi lines up, possibly doing finger guns, cast Guiding Bolt, and waits for it, waits for it. Bapaki's not (laughs) waiting for it. Bapaki is moving to another iceberg. I'm assuming that the, the, the ice around me is melting, and so I am jumping from iceberg to iceberg because it's cooler. 
The larger ones are cooler, yes. Should have had you do the guiding bolt. <laughs> Bipaki. But you're next to the ship. Didn't yeah. you painstakingly describe why you didn't need inspiration? Yeah, because if I hit... Oh, it's only for damage. Oh, it doesn't let you roll at advantage. All right. But also... But you're near the ship. Aren't you near the do ship? Do you consider the ship to be an ally? Sure, I consider the ship to be an ally. While you are not within... Uh, while you are not right next to the ship. I'm not within five feet. The, the salamander is. is large enough. Yes, same rule I gave for Utashi. A 19 is going to do it. Excellent. I don't know where people get this idea that DMs are all evil and out to kill the PCs. Just because I threw a dragon god at you doesn't mean I'm trying to kill you. So that's 15 piercing damage. And I'm pulling back here. Dancing back across the icebergs. It's going to get an attack of opportunity. Oh, no, it sure isn't. When you, you are disengaging. At third level, when you choose this archetype at third, it's fancy footwork. I'm a swashbuckler. You learn how to land a strike and then slip away without reprisal. During your turn, if you make a melee attack against a creature, that creature can't make t opportunity attacks against you for the rest of your turn. It still attempts it, but it attempts it with the arm where the claws fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> but don't worry, they're towing the claws outside of the environment. <laughs> I'm right. much better at this than you are. It's time for you to give up. Utashi, you are fairly certain you have this salamander in your sight. Yep, okay. You like to cast Guiding, guiding bolt. bolt. Yep, so I'm trying to remember how. To you go to your spellist um, and... Click. Oh, wait, I found it. Found it. <clears throat> do a second level spell on that. Okay. okay, come back to the chat, Work. click attack. Attack. Yes. And advantage. Normal advantage, disadvantage. Advantage. advantage. Okay, got it. Because it's next to the go. ship. Hmm, 19. Uh, 19 will do it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. okay. Um, damage. Normal. Yes. I can't read that. Fine, it tallies it up in the chat for us. You got 17. Oh, 17. By the oh, way, cool. I forgot okay. to tell everyone, Longest Kept bloodied it. But it's okay, because Longest oh. Kept also <laughs> cauterized it. <laughs> Okay. And I realized I'm calling Roast Long Kept Longest Kept. I'm calling right. <laughs> Long Kept Longest Kept because their icon and Smallest Kept's icons are on top of each other and it's mixing the words together. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, okay. It's that Long Cat is Long meme, but it's a kobold <laughs> on Lizardfolk hardware. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's horrifying. Almost as horrifying as Mari realizing it's her turn. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Papaki, yeah. Mari is very happy that you ran to where you are. <laughs> she can boop your snoot for healing. No, she won't. do. Remember, <laughs> she doesn't like getting power from an evil black dragon guy. Mm. But as oh. an artificer, she can invent things. She can pour healing potion all over... I don't Bandage. think this is about healing. Oh, oh no, it is. Maury pulls oh. out a device with a needle and jabs it in your arm. <laughs> it's the hypo of healing. <laughs> what in the... What does it do? It does... 12 points of healing. You go, what in the... Oh, I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. When Maury said, I, like I made this you. thing... I like you. Please don't. For the record, it sounded like you said, like I you. lick you. No. 
I like you. I like you too. Things are weird right now. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Anyway, it's now Sori's turn. So how much, how wounded is Bipaki at the moment? Barely. Bipaki is actually better off than before the fight started. <laughs> in that case... I took hit po- I took damage in the last session. I right, knew that. Now you're back up. Mm-hmm. In that case, let's see. Um, how does the guiding bolt thing work again? On the next attack, anyone attacking has advantage. And Mari didn't attack. Thing that, if right. it is a specific, it, it's specifically the next attack. If I hit it with a cantrip that it has to do a saving throw, does that count? That's not an attack. That does not oh. count. That's not a count. That's a, well, in that case, it's, I'm hitting it with Sacred Flame, which isn't actually flame, but it's the attack I've got. It is, if you make an attack roll, mm-hmm. then that attack is at advantage. So if I'm not making an attack roll, I'm not if using it If you are it not making an attack roll, you are not using it up. Okay. In that case, it needs to make a saving throw, DC 14 Dexterity. I like when the spells I show fails. up in the chat because I can select the creature you need to save. And then I just click uh-huh. button. Yeah. And I roll a nat one. Rolls a natural <laughs> one. For everyone nice. to see. And then you get to click the damage. And I get to double it. Does it count as a critical hit? No. It's fire oh. damage. Uh, oh, wait. No, it's not fire damage. Okay. No. Nope. It's just radiant. Radiant damage. So I don't double it. It's called sacred flame, but it does it's radiant damage. I use it's not chill touch. Radiant damage. Yeah, I'm not touching that thing. She'll touch your name neither only, for it is neither. Neither is she'll touch. Blair <laughs> has been making she'll fun of she'll touch for 10 damage. years. For 10 <laughs> years, we've been making fun of she'll touch. Uh, but in any case... It's true. Chill, chill touch is not fire damage. You are absolutely right. No. It is not. Nor am I touching it. Nor is it chilly. And nor is anyone wanting to touch that. It either. Sacred flame is... Flame-like radiance. All right. With that done, <laughs> Sorry, that was an action, right? Yep. And we an were, action. We already talked about how you don't like your bonus action. So we are going to move on to Longkep. Huh? Longkep would like to continue to breathe fire. I mean, if you're living Has the your dream. Has your breath weapon recharged yet? <laughs> huh? Has your breath weapon recharged yet? Oh, it's a spell. You don't have to worry about that. I want to flavor this as, while we're counting this as separate rolls each time, each turn, (laughs) Bonkep is just doing one continuous 18-second gout of flame over Sori's head. When Bipaki jumped from iceberg to iceberg... Bonkep can hold their breath for 10 minutes. So imagine how long you can exhale. (laughs) Uh, when Bipaki tiptoed from iceberg to iceberg, he actually did one of those duck and spin maneuvers to go underneath the fire. Because while she said she could take it, if you don't have to. He's not going to take any chances. She's showing off <laughs> by showing how she can dodge around it. I mean, there we go. Yep. So the fire is still happening. Um, Longcap is a flamethrower. And I got to be reminded again what I'm making the save. Dexterity. Yes. Thank you. I know I keep asking, but forgetting. 
And I, that is my third that one tonight. Oh my gosh. And it's, I'm, I'm, you're, you see, I'm rolling publicly. I'm not fudging these numbers. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm eating up all the 20s so that your character, so that the NPCs roll the ones. Okay. We don't want Mori to roll the ones. We just want the enemy to roll the one. <laughs> Long cap. How do you do this? I melt the salamander. By breathing fire. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's pretty much straight up it. Mm-hmm. It got. It it took a face full of fire. May I yes and this? By all means. I well, don't argue. It it requires me to say that Longkep does a thing. My suggestion sure. is that. As Longkep continues this 18-second gout of flame, which might make some petite dragonborn feel slightly inadequate. Um, Just a little. This frost salamander is still flailing. Remember, its back legs fell down into a hole in the ice from the first attack, which this technically still is. And <laughs> it was scrabbling. It's got its, its two front legs up on the dock. One of them bloody and ruined because the claws fell off of that one. And Longkep just continues to breathe out more and more flame while walking slowly closer. And the last bit of melting that happens is with Longkep looking straight down at what's left of the salamander or nothing left. <laughs> then lo- then Smallest small Kep jumps out of the robe Stomps over, for for smallest kept as a stomp, and does a small kick. <laughs> it wasn't actually meat, huh? As far as smallest kept is concerned, smallest kept got the kill. Oh, <laughs> of course, obviously, obviously. Hound, send an emissary to let us know how you're doing. No, I don't want to hear from it again. Uh, the pocky is actually feeling fairly fondly toward the sound uh, toward the town yeah Bafaki said town send an emissary oh okay oh that's what I was yeah oh town yeah Yeah. oh okay yeah so the combination of Bafaki's character voice with internet connections yeah sorry Mm -hmm. yeah yeah town send an emissary to let us know how you're doing a nearby crate turns into a person and they walk over they have two Red lines is this, under one eye. Is this canon? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Huh, interesting. Hello, I am emissary. What does an emissary do? Uh, an emissary. Not, go ahead, Longcap. You do not need to be a human if that is unpleasant for you. Good if you can talk. They, yeah, we get it. They blink at Longcap and say, "I am always me." I mean, we we kind of get what's going on here, I think. But uh, how, how are the how are things going? Uh, like the with with the with the ice things. Do you need any help? The grandparents are wrapping. Does anyone need healing? Oh no, I don't think anyone needs healing. I mean, if anyone got hurt while they were fighting, then... No, I don't think anyone needs healing. Wouldn't they need healing? Some of us were injured. Do you want healing? You... Would help you, yes. You don't need an insight check 
to understand that Emissary is struggling to grapple with this assertion. I mean, unless the healing spells would hurt you or something. No, they are uncommon. Healing spells? We do not have clerics. Well, if if you Everything can... has just clicked into place for Bipaki. Sorry, Beth. If you can gather like six people at a time... No, not people. Wounded, they're people! The... Just because they're also apparently... I'm not, I'm not sure they would appreciate people. That's all I'm saying. We are... Citizens? People. Entities. See? When we take the forms of people, we are let's, uh, a community. Let's go Individ- with entities. How about individuals? Individuals works. I can fix, like, six people at a time. Right. Individuals. can come over. I think they right. would probably not object. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Individuals. I can fix up to six individuals at a time for, like, two or three more spells. So if some wounded could be gathered together, I can can I can do a prayer of healing for them. There are... It takes like ten minutes. Six individuals. Six wounded. As you are talking, you, you've repeated this several times, and as you are yes. saying this, more and more mimics are gathering around you. Some of them don't need any healing whatsoever. They look just fine. Some of them are carrying others. Some of them are in forms that should not be able to carry others, but are. Some of them are in the forms of people where they are cradling a book as if it were a precious child, because perhaps it is, and the book has ice crusted on Poor baby. And I'm, the, I'm, I'm going to let the clerics handle this one. The buildings are leaning want- towards you, as if to watch over you. And keep oh. the sun out of your eye. But uh, I'm I'm pretty sure we can help you. But I hope you'll be inclined to help us too. Twelve Do points of healing count as unconstructs. Mics are not constructs. I don't think they're constructs. They're okay. they're organic. Just making sure they are monstrosity. They're not a hit. But I can heal a monstrosity if I want to. But sometimes monstrosities can also be called friends. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to end it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> My name is Crash. I was your DM for this. I forgot to introduce the beginning of the Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, Yo, who once... Ellie? Hockey. We didn't want to tell you in advance, but we know you owe her money. <laughs> well, that's what the ocean's for. You shouldn't keep your dollar bills in it. <laughs> and this one is wet, and this one is wet. Did you dry these in the ocean? Wet. Who wants to plug a thing before I crack out loud? Use <laughs> mom rights books! At elizabeth-mccoy.com And I'm absolutely tickled because a library purchased one of my books and I'm so happy. Oh, that's great. Yes! And speaking of books... 
Um, my website is Book of Jen at bookofjen.net. I just put a lot of Diablo stuff on there mostly and whatever books uh, I review of when I have the time. So that's at bookofjen.net. Also, I am the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, and that's at shatteredsoulstone.com and probably a bunch of apps that have podcast type things on it. New episodes come out every Saturday. And speaking of Patreons, um, well, we have one, but it's not necessary. If you want to get all this stuff for free and you don't mind waiting, get one a week, you can go to ironbsmith.com slash cogwheel and get all of our podcasts through RSS because Dagnabbit podcatchers are cool. But if you like them, well, there's two ways to help us out. One is to share this with others. And the other is to, of course, at patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming, help us keep the lights on along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Genshen, Walter, Patron Emeritus, Cindy. And until next time, Crash saying, hello, I am Boat. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <Wow. laughs>